Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. You're here because you're a high-achieving woman that wants it all. The success, wealth, time freedom, and genuine joy in your life. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I'm here to tell you, you can. You can have it all. But what is true wealth? It's not just money and achievements because success without happiness and fulfillment isn't success at all. Here, we're going to have conversations about creating a beautiful life alongside the success that you're striving for. If you want to create long-lasting success that's fully in alignment with the life you desire to live by working less, making more, and stepping into the version of yourself you've always wanted to be, then you're in the right place. Let's roll into today's episode. Hello, beautiful ladies, and welcome back to the show. Today, we are diving into module 10 of Unlock the Magic Within 2.0, which means we are in the last quarter of this free podcast program. We only have two modules left after today, so we are on the downslope. We are heading into the finish line and I'm so excited to bring this home for you and really wrap this up and put a big pretty bow on it. And what better way to start the week than with diving into gratitude and all things abundance mindset. And that is exactly what module 10 is all about. Now I want to start this episode off with saying that just because we're talking about gratitude and abundance mindset does not mean that in order to manifest the things that you desire, you always have to be feeling grateful, you always have to be feeling abundant, and you always have to be feeling positive and high vibe. That is a very common misconception in the manifestation world. We start to develop this fear of negative emotions, this fear of messing it up if we catch ourselves falling back into old patterns. And so I want to share something with you that I shared with a private client of mine the other day. And that is that in order to manifest what you desire, you really only have to be in a state that is a match for that energetically 51% of the time. Not 100% of the time, not perfection, not 90%, not 80%, not 70%, not even 60%, 51% of the time. You just need to be in that state more of the time than you're not, which means you can be not a match or not feeling like you're a match 49% of the time and still manifest the things that you desire. Now, if you are able to get yourself into that state where you're an energetic match more than 51% of the time, 60% of the time, 70% of the time, 80% of the time, 90% of the time, Obviously, it's going to happen even faster, but that honestly comes with practice. So manifestation is like a muscle. We talked about this in a previous episode. It's like a muscle. At the beginning, as you're really becoming intentional with watching 
your thoughts, your habits, your patterns, and your beliefs, and you're really starting to bring your awareness to them, you're going to notice that the majority of the time you're in alignment with what your current reality is. That's why your recurrent current reality is what it is. So at the very beginning, your current internal state of consciousness is going to be what is present at least 51% of the time. And the conscious work that we're doing to really align your internal state of consciousness with the reality that you desire is going to start out as a smaller percentage. So you should expect that. I want you to expect that it's going to take work. I want you to expect that you're not going to be perfect. I want you to expect that you're going to notice that you're falling into old habits, old patterns, old belief systems, and that it's going to take work to catch yourself and to flip into the new thoughts, the new beliefs, the new habits, the new programs and patterns that you're trying to instill. So don't get frustrated. This doesn't happen overnight. This is a journey. This is a process. But the more you do it, the stronger that muscle gets the more easily it gets to stay in that new internal state of consciousness for a longer period of time. And over time, it will become your dominant state. So that was the first thing I wanted to mention. And the second thing is, is that negative emotions are not bad, okay? Negative emotions are part of our human experience. And I think we have this idea that whenever we get to the reality that we ultimately desire, we're just never going to feel negative emotions. That is not the case, you guys. That is absolutely not the case. You are a human living a human experience with a wide range of emotions Which means no matter how much money you're making, no matter what level of success you're at, no matter how much of your dream life you're living, you're still going to experience negative emotions. You're still going to experience challenges. You're still going to experience limiting beliefs. You're still going to experience disappointments. You're still going to experience fear. You're still going to experience failure. All of that never goes away. So if we can understand that that's always going to be a part of the process, then we don't have to fear it. We don't have to try and push those negative emotions down. We don't have to try and squash them. We know that that is part of it. And by us feeling those things, it doesn't mean we're slowing down the process of the things we desire ultimately making their way to us. If anything, allowing ourselves to feel those things speeds up the process. Because when we suppress those emotions and we push that energy down, we are not actually dealing with the underlying reason for why we're having that emotion. Catherine Zinkino, one of my favorite manifestation mentors, always says, what's coming is going. So if an emotion is coming up, it's meant to be released. And when we release it, because emotions are energy, 
just like everything else, when we release it, we're clearing space. We talked about clearing space in a previous module. When we release it, we're clearing space for something new to come in and something new will always come in. There's a universal law called the law of vacuum, which it, which states that whenever there's free space, it always will be filled. So we want to allow ourselves to feel those emotions. We want to allow ourselves to process ourselves to process those emotions and release those emotions so that we can clear space for new things to come in. And we want to realize that we're always going to have those emotions. So the version of us that has every single thing we desire isn't actually that different in terms of emotions as the version of us now, right? Perhaps we have more emotional intelligence as this next level version of us. Perhaps we know how to better handle our emotions, how to better release our emotions, how to better deal with our emotions, but we're always going to have a wide array of emotions. We're always going to experience negative emotions. So this is not about, this episode is not about feeling positive all the time. It's not about perfection. It's not about not allowing ourselves to feel negative things because we are human. We're going to have bad days. We're going to have scary things that happen to us. We're going to feel negative emotions and to tell ourselves that that is a reason that we're not manifesting the things that we truly desire is so detrimental to what we are trying to create because it says that when we create what we're ultimately trying to create or wanting to create, we aren't going to have those things. And the truth is those are always going to be there. So I wanted to mention that before we dive into gratitude because I don't want you to misconstrue this and to think like I can't feel, I can never feel ungrateful. I have to feel grateful 100% of the time. I have to feel abundant 100% of the time. If I'm not feeling that way, I'm messing it up. You are not messing it up. Remember, 51% of the time. That gives you a lot of leeway. 51% of the time. If you can get yourself into a state of a mindset of gratitude and abundance 51% of the time, which I know that you can do, you are golden. Anything above and beyond that is just going to speed up the process. So let's dive into gratitude. Gratitude is one of the most life-changing concepts, life-changing mindsets that I have adopted. It has shifted so many things in my life. It has shifted my perspective. It has opened up my world. It has given money less power. We talked about that in module eight, I believe it was. Module eight was all about money mindset and how we give money too much power and how we can take our power back from money. And one of the ways that we can do that is through gratitude. So we talked about this in the module where I shared with you and dove into exactly how our reality is created. But because what you focus on expands, we know that to be scientifically true based on quantum physics and on how our brains 
work. I believe that was module four, module four or module five. We dove into exactly how our reality is created. Gratitude is one of the most life-changing practices. The practice of gratitude makes everything that you currently have enough while simultaneously drawing more of what you desire to you. I am going to repeat that because that just gives me the chills when I think about it. Gratitude makes everything you have enough while simultaneously drawing more of what you desire to you. I don't know anybody who doesn't want that. I don't know anybody who doesn't want to feel like everything they have is already enough while also drawing the exact things that they desire to them more quickly. So gratitude also slows down time and it expands the depth of your feelings in each moment. And I want to dive into this. I'm not sure if we're going to dive into this in today's episode. We'll see if there's time. If not, I will do a separate episode on this. But gratitude really does slow down time. And time is malleable. I've mentioned this before. We can slow down time. We can speed up time. Time is not constant. Time is actually also a man-made construct. We made up time. Universe does not, the universe does not think of time the way that we think of time. We created time for the same reason we created money, to simplify our lives. So the way that you experience time right now is not actually the, the way that time is experienced by the universe. So gratitude and practicing gratitude can really slow down time It can expand moments and it can expand the depth of your feelings in each moment. Gratitude makes every moment sweeter and it allows you to feel more joy, more happiness, and more abundance in your life. So it's truly incredible and it's so much more than writing down three things that you're grateful for every morning. Now, I do not want to knock you for that. There is no shame there because I started my gratitude practice with that, with writing down three things I was grateful for every single morning. It's a great place to start, but that's not actually what the practice of gratitude is. And we're going to dive into what the practice of gratitude actually is. So a great place to start if you've never practiced gratitude if you've never dove into an abundance mindset a grateful mindset is with the book the magic (laughs) maybe you've heard of this book maybe not but the magic is a book that gives you 28 days of gratitude practices so it's a very actionable book every day it talks about a different area of gratitude and it gives you an exercise to practice that day it is phenomenal if you really want to start infusing gratitude and an abundance mindset into your life I would highly 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 recommend that you order this book I will actually put the link for this book in the show notes to make it super easy for you I have read this book twice I should probably read it again 
I like to read it once a year and actually do the exercises once a year because it just, it is so powerful. So if you're looking for a place to start, start with the book, The Magic. And I just want to share one quote from this book because it just puts everything into perspective. Whoever has gratitude will be given more and he or she will have abundance. Whoever does not have gratitude, even what he or she has will be taken away. And this really ties back into what we focus on expands. So when we focus on gratitude, again, what we have becomes enough and we attract more things in our life to be grateful for. When we do not have gratitude, what we have currently is never enough. We live in a state of lack and then what we attract more of is lack, which means that what we have will be taken away because we never feel grateful for it. So there are five key things that I have come to realize about gratitude that I want to share with you. Number one, gratitude is a feeling. It's not just saying thank you or writing things down. And I alluded to this just a few minutes ago. Gratitude is a feeling. It's something that we feel within us. It's something that we feel in our hearts. It's something that we feel in our bodies. It's something that we feel in our minds. And I know I did not understand this when I first started my gratitude practices. I thought gratitude was simply just saying thank you. I thought gratitude was simply just writing down things I was grateful for. And that, again, is a great place to start. And that is better than nothing. If you are right there, if that's what you've been doing in terms of gratitude, it's better than nothing. And I'm so proud of you for starting there. Now let's expand on that. Gratitude is a state of being. I'm going to repeat that. Gratitude is a state of being that we are living on a daily basis. If you want to practice the kind of gratitude that is truly life-changing, then this is really important to understand. Gratitude is a state of being and it is a feeling. It is something that we live. It is not something that we do. It is the way that we are. The second thing that I've come to realize is there's something to be grateful for in every situation, no matter what. Now again, that does not mean that we can't feel negative feelings about certain situations. I talked about this in the last episode on Thursday, the I talked about duality and how we can feel two opposing emotions at the same time. And part of our work here in this human life is to be able to hold multiple emotions at the same time. So you can be experiencing a very negative situation And you can be experiencing negative emotions and negative feelings and you can still feel grateful. 
for certain things. One doesn't have to push out the other, right? Negative emotions and negative feelings don't have to completely squash gratitude and gratitude doesn't have to completely squash negative feelings and negative emotions. They exist simultaneously. They can exist along each, alongside each other and you can feel them both at the exact same time. So I've seen gratitude pull people through unimaginable loss and suffering and it is truly incredible to watch this, to watch someone who's going through the most horrible experience of their life still feel gratitude. I've seen and practiced gratitude in really hard situations in my own life. I've seen gratitude give myself and many of the women that I work with a new perspective on things. And it doesn't always feel light. Sometimes it feels messy. Sometimes it feels heavy. Sometimes it feels like, is this really working? But it is. It's always there and it's always working. So gratitude is a state of being. It's a way of living. It's a feeling within our bodies that we cultivate. It's so much bigger than simply saying thank you and writing things down. Okay, are you sitting here listening to these episodes feeling motivated, inspired, and ready to make some moves? You've got that deep fire in your belly, that deep desire in your soul to courageously meet your edge, to create movement, to activate your next level because you know you've only touched the surface of what you're capable of. Are you ready to create the life that you've always desired, to embody the woman that you've always desired to be? Here's the thing, you know something is missing, you just can't quite put your finger on what it is you know what you desire is possible you're just not quite sure how to get there and what's holding you back you've been contemplating making a move and investing in yourself in a major way but you just haven't pulled the trigger yet you're excited you're anxious and you're nervous but you know in your gut that you're ready in my mentorship containers I'm able to quickly see the subconscious beliefs and patterns that have been holding you back from the things that you ultimately desire the ones that are so deeply buried in your subconscious and your shadow that you can't see them. Together we're going to investigate layer after layer after layer to expose all of the things hidden under the surface creating resistance. I'm going to help you bring those things to the surface to examine them and release them. I'm going to challenge your ways of thinking, being, and doing and I'm going to reflect back to you where you're being small, where you're dimming your light, and the things that you're hiding. And then from there I'm going to help you connect the dots to get clear on your next level and then support you as you take those leaps. I'm going to hold you accountable as you ascend. It's going to feel exhilarating, freeing, spacious, like a breath of fresh air, and at times, scary and challenging. My one-on-one mentorship and mastermind are now enrolling, but spots are very limited. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about what these containers entail, or just shoot me a quick direct message on Instagram at Lauren underscore Francois to chat and see if we're a good fit for each other and which container makes the most sense for you. The third thing I want to share with you about gratitude is that you can be grateful for past, present, and future things because they're all actually occurring at the same time. 
So I know I mentioned about time and about how we created time as we know it to simplify our lives and that the way we experience time is not the way the universe experiences time. So I want to bring you back to the bird's eye view analogy that I used in a previous module. I talked about how as humans, we are walking around earth and experiencing life at eye level. I talked about this when I talked about releasing the how. So we are experiencing life at eye level, at ground level. But the universe has a bird's eye view. The universe is is watching everything from an airplane, from the height of an airplane. It's even higher than that, but we'll just use that analogy for right now. So to the universe, time is compacted. So think about a football field and think about how big a football field looks when you are at ground level. It's 100 yards, right? So from one end zone to the other end zone is a long distance. Now think about that in terms of time. Let's say from one end of the end zone to the other end of the end zone, that is one minute at ground level. But the universe operates with a bird's eye view. And with a bird's eye view, the distance from one end zone to the other end zone is much smaller, right? It's so much smaller. So if you think about that in terms of time, the distance from one end zone to the other end zone, instead of it being one minute like it is on at ground level, it's one second. So if you, if you get up high enough, everything is actually all occurring at the same time. I know you might be like, what is she talking about? I want to direct you to an incredible book that goes into much more depth on the concept of time. And that book is Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. If you want to read some crazy, crazy, crazy scientific experiments about time, you need to get this book. If you want to understand the power of your subconscious mind, you need to get this book. I will also link this book in the show notes. This is one of my absolute favorite books. But in terms of the universe, everything is all occurring at the same time. So most people only express gratitude for past things, right? You're like, when you write down three things you're grateful for every morning, you write down three things from the previous day. So you're expressing gratitude for past things. However, we can express gratitude obviously for present things. So in the moment that something is happening, we can express gratitude for that thing. We can feel gratitude in our bodies for that thing. And we can express gratitude for the things that we desire knowing that they already exist. We talked about this when we talked about um, how... Our thoughts actually create our reality and we talked about electrons, subatomic particles, the atom and how all potentials exist and the thing that actually collapses 
energy into matter is our observance, our focused attention. So all potential realities exist all at the same time. So the thing that you desire, it already exists. So we can express gratitude for it. We can express gratitude for future things. And that actually speeds up the process of those things coming to us because we're saying, I already know this exists. I already know it's mine. And I'm grateful for the fact that I already have it. What does that do to our brain? We talked about the reticular activating system. We talked about how when we have a belief, our brains filter information based on that belief to create a reality that's in alignment with that belief. So if we believe that what we truly desire is already ours and we express gratitude for it already being ours, our brain says, yeah, Of course, it's already yours because our brains don't know real from imagined. And so, and our brains agree with everything we tell them. Our conscious mind commands and our subconscious mind follows those commands. Another analogy is our subconscious mind plants seeds or our conscious mind plants seeds and our subconscious mind grows whatever is planted. Our subconscious mind doesn't care what's planted. It grows whatever is planted, just like the soil outside doesn't care what seeds are planted in it. It will grow whatever is planted in it. And so when we express gratitude for future things and say, I know this is already mine. I know it's already done. I'm grateful for the fact that it's already mine. Our brain says, our subconscious mind says, yes, that is already yours. Okay, That's already yours. Let's make sure that your reality reflects that that's already yours. So that is something that I'm guessing that you've never done is express gratitude for future events. But that is something that I want you to start practicing. And then the fifth thing that I've come to realize about gratitude is that you will never get more when you are focusing on what you don't have, which is a state of lack, because what you focus on expands. So again, we talked about this with money. So often our dominant internal state is a state of lack without us even realizing it. We focus on the things that we don't have. I don't have enough money. I don't have that house I want. I don't have the success I want. I don't have the body that I want. I don't have this thing that I want. I don't have the time that I want. I don't have the freedom that I want. And we obsess over the things that we don't have. And what we don't realize is that we will never get more of the things that we want by focusing on the things that we don't have. Or we'll never get more of the things that we desire when we're focusing on all the things that we don't have. And I hope if you've listened to all the modules up through this module that that has become crystal clear. That you will never create what you desire by focusing on what you do not have. So those are five things that I have come to understand about gratitude. Now let's talk about gratitude practices. 
because I always want to give you tangible things that you can take away and implement from each episode and especially these modules of Unlock the Magic Within 2.0. So we talked about writing down things you're grateful for. I want you to expand this practice. So every day I want you to write down 10 super specific things that you are grateful for past, present, and future. Okay, so a few past, a few present, a few future. Things that you are grateful for and I want them to be super specific. Not this broad like I am grateful for my health. I am grateful for money. No. That doesn't elicit emotion. That doesn't elicit feeling. I want you to get super, super specific. Like, I am grateful for the way my daughter looked at me this morning and put her hand on my face and told me that she loved me. That elicits an emotion. That is how specific I want you to get. Not I am grateful for money or I am grateful for my six-figure income, specifically what is that income? I am grateful for earning $152,568.55. Specificity. After you write down each gratitude, I want you to pause, close your eyes, put your hand over your heart, and feel grateful for that thing. I told you gratitude is a state of being. It is embodiment. It is a feeling that is in your body. So I want you to feel that feeling. Feel the feeling of gratitude for that thing. Don't just write it down. Take a moment to feel grateful for it. The next thing I want you to do is... At night, so you could do this in the morning and then at night before you go to bed, what I want you to do is I want you to go through your entire day and I want you to think about all the great things that happened that day, all the things that you're grateful for from that day. And then after you've gone through your entire day and you've identified all the great things that happened and all the things you're grateful for, I want you to pick out the best thing that happened that day. The very best thing. Of all the great things, the very best thing that happened that day. And I want you to take a moment to feel gratitude for that thing. So what we're doing here is we're bookending our days in gratitude. We're starting our day with gratitude and we're ending our day with gratitude. Now, throughout the day, I want you to... Slow down and feel gratitude in the moment for the simplest of things. If you are outside and it's sunny out and the sun is shining down on your face and you can just feel the warmth, I want you to pause and feel grateful. Feel grateful for the sunshine. Feel grateful for the warmth on your face. If you feel a slight breeze on your skin, I want you to feel grateful for the wind. I want you to feel grateful for the air that you breathe. 
take a couple seconds. All of these things, you guys, take just a few seconds. We're not talking about something that takes up a lot of time. It takes just a few moments to take a deep breath in and just feel grateful for the air that is in your lungs, for air to breathe. If you have a moment when your son or daughter is snuggled up against you and you're just lying there, I want you to close your eyes and feel grateful for that moment. And I want you to feel grateful for the things that you are manifesting. Like we talked about, feel grateful for future things, knowing that they're already yours and that you focusing on them and feeling gratitude for them speeds up the process of them making their way to you. We talked about money gratitude in the last module and different ways to feel grateful for money. I want you to feel grateful for your partner if you have a partner. If you are in a relationship and you have a partner, especially if you're parents, it can get very easy to focus on all the things the other person is not doing. And what we focus on expands. So if we're focusing on all the things, they're, all the ways they're falling short, all the things they're not doing, we're just going to notice more and more and more of those things. But can you flip the switch? Can you focus on and feel gratitude for all the things they are doing? All the great ways they are showing up. I guarantee when you start to focus on that, you're going to notice more of that. And it can completely transform your relationship. The last way you can feel gratitude or the last gratitude practice I'm going to give you is health gratitude. And the book, The Magic, actually expands on a lot of these ways and gives you more exercises to do for each of these things. But can you feel grateful for your health? Feel grateful for ideal health. If you are not experiencing ideal health right now, it can be very easy once again to focus on, focus in on, and obsess over all the ways that you are not at your ideal health all of your ailments. But again, what we focus on expands. What we focus on is what we draw more of into our life. So can we start focusing on all the things we're grateful for about our body and about our health? And can we start feeling grateful for ideal health? So if you are dealing with ailments, what would it feel like to have ideal health? And can we Express gratitude for that and start focusing on that, knowing that when we focus on that and we feel grateful for that, we are drawing that into our lives. So those are just a few quick gratitude practices that you can start implementing today that are very simple but so powerful. I cannot understate or I cannot underline that enough. These practices are simple, but they are so powerful and they have the power to transform your entire life if you really take them to heart and really start practicing implementing them. The last thing I want to talk about in this module is the idea of it being wrong to desire more 
because it's not humble. I see so many women struggle with this. They're like, but if I desire more, does that mean I'm not grateful for what I currently have? No, 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 emphatically no. Desiring more does not mean that you are not grateful for what you currently have. You can feel immense gratitude for what you currently have and still desire more. This is actually because we are always expanding. We are made up of the same building blocks as everything else in the universe. And the universe is always expanding, which means that we are always expanding, which means that we are always going to desire more. That is how we are designed. We are designed to constantly grow and evolve and expand. We are not designed to stay in the same place. It is not, not humble to desire more. You are destined to expand. You are destined for more. And I know some of you might be thinking, well, and let me just throw this out there. There is nothing humble about living in a constant state of lack. I'm going to repeat that. There is nothing humble about living in a constant state of lack. You cannot make a big impact in a positive way in this world without resources. If you want to make a huge impact, you have to have resources. The more resources you have, the bigger the impact you can make. So it is good for you to have more because you are a good person and good people do good things with money and good things with resources. The way that we change the world is by putting money and resources in the hands of more good people so that they can do really good things with them, so that you can do really good things. You cannot change the world when you're living in a state of lack. You cannot change the world when you have no resources. You absolutely need resources. So the more that you have, the more you can give. And this applies to everything. The more gratitude you have, the more gratitude you can give. The more, gra- the more abundance you have, the more abundance you can give. The more time you have, the more time you can give. The more freedom you have, the more f- things you can do that create a positive impact You having more is a good thing. You having more is a good thing. Can we just anchor into that new core belief? Me having more is always a good thing. The place that we sometimes get in trouble with this is when we desire more because what we have isn't enough. That is when desiring more becomes a negative thing. 
when we are desiring more from a place of lack. But when we are grateful for everything that we have and we know that we already have more than enough and we are desiring more simply because we are growing, we are expanding, we are evolving, we are part of the universe and we know that that is our destiny, then it's just above and beyond. Then it's not rooted in lack. Then it's rooted in overflow. So if you're desiring more because what you have isn't enough, then no matter how much you have, you'll never feel like it's enough. And we talked about this in module nine, briefly when we talked about money. But you can have a lot and still feel like it's not enough because abundance and gratitude, again, is a state of being. It's a way of thinking. It's a feeling. And you can feel that feeling no matter what your circumstances are. You can also feel feeling of you can also feel feelings of lack no matter what your circumstances are. So when what you have right now becomes enough and when you understand that you don't need any more to be happy and fulfilled, when you know you are already enough, that's when you open yourself up to more. When what you have right now becomes enough, when you understand you don't need any more to be happy and fulfilled, you can be happy and fulfill, fulfilled and grateful and abundant right now just as you are with what you have in this moment. You know that comes from within always and you know that you are already enough. Then you open yourself up to more. So when you're living in a place of more, you're a match for more. When you're living in a place of lack, you're a match for lack. So can we shift ourselves into a place of gratitude and a place of abundance with those gratitude practices? The more we can shift ourselves into that place, the more we're going to attract things to be grateful for, the more our lives are going to change. And just like I said in the money mindset module, nothing actually has to change in your environment for you to shift into a state of gratitude. The only thing that has to change is your perspective, is your mindset, is the way you look at things. So you can change this starting today. You can make a choice. You can decide that you're going to become more intentional about living in a state of gratitude. And it is truly incredible how fast this can shift things. So that is what I've got for you today. I really hope you enjoyed this module. Gratitude has changed my life for the better in so many ways. It has changed my perspective. It has opened up my world. And I hope that this module and these practices are the beginning for you to start implementing gratitude in your life. And if you already are great about 
embodying the state of being of gratitude, I hope this module serves as a refresher, as a reminder, as an anchoring in of things that you already knew because I just truly believe that we cannot hear this enough and we cannot be reminded of this enough. So if you loved this episode, I would love to hear from you. Head on over to Instagram or Telegram and let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you had any big breakthroughs, any big takeaways. Let me know what resonated most with you. And as always, I would so appreciate if you subscribed and shared. Share over on Instagram, on your stories, tag me at Lauren underscore Francois, and I will be sure to reshare. I hope you have a great week, a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you at our next episode. Okay, you wealthy woman, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave me a review. Leaving a review is so simple, but I didn't know how to do it at the beginning either, so I'm going to walk you through it. All you have to do is whatever app you're listening to this podcast on, find this show, The Wealthy Woman, scroll down, you'll see stars, and with those stars, you can leave me a rating and review. I'd love you so much for taking the time to do this. In all honesty, the reviews are what help the podcast get into the hands of other women desiring to create true wealth and manifest their dream lives. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.